there are changes afoot, and uh, you heard that long list of unbelievable sponsors led by our presenting sponsor, Central National Bank. So proud of them. So proud to have Heritage Creamery join us, one of the great creameries. We don't have enough creameries in Texas. It's more of like a north, uh, it's kind of like an east coast thing. They have creameries in Florida. They got a lot of creameries up in Connecticut in the summer. They don't have, like on the Cape, they've got creameries. They don't have as many creameries. Love the creamery. And uh, what Heritage Creamery will bring to Waco is just huge. And uh, young Blake Batson, my gosh, that guy's made a huge uh, impact on Waco. And uh, Stephen, we bring people together. Don't you think that, high, you know, managing all of um, the finances for the growing businesses of Blake Batson, don't you feel like that should be happening at Central National Bank? I mean, Fonville should be managing all those accounts. Am I wrong? Yeah, that should definitely happen. I mean, Brian does an amazing job. The people at CMB are always helping folks in Central Texas. So um, I definitely think Blake, with all his businesses, all the ventures he's got going on, should should let the folks at Central National Bank make his life easier. Yeah, and uh, Stephen, they sent you a piggyback, uh, p piggy bank uh, recently, the folks at uh, Central National Bank, Brian Fonville, boy, Joe Nesbitt. Um, I went to school with one of the Nesbitt brothers. I think he was a redheaded SAE. Could, they, I'm really good at, pretty athletic guy, as I recall. I don't know if Joe... Joe was more of a theatrical guy, sort of an actor type thing, but uh, I think it was Tom Nesbitt that could flat out, he could play some um, flag football and that type of thing. I think Tom had red hair. Anyway, I went to school with one of the Nesbitts. They were big at Waco High School, and uh, we're so proud to have all those guys as, uh, as sponsors with us. Stephen, I am coming to you doing some road work today from uh, The Drover. All right, Stephen, you went to TCU. I don't know how often you made it to Stockyards. Uh, last night, I was at, we did a little getaway, and I was at the uh, Joe T. Garcia's. I know some people think, oh, it's touristy. Ah, whatever. I love it. I've loved it since I was a kid. I don't care if it is touristy. I love the food. I like the enchilada special. I like the nachos. I like the tacos that come with it. I, I, I like the entire experience, although we did eat indoors. I usually like getting out there by the pool, but it was a long line, so we ate indoors at Joe T. Garcia. Steven, I know you're jealous because this is a town that's very you're very fond of. Now, uh, Steven, I don't even know, this is, this. a lot of this looks new to me. There's something over here called Mule Alley. This morning I picked up food from the, like a biscuit bar. It's like, it's like, for the two of us, it's the perfect place ever. It's a breakfast, so they got all the biscuits in the world, and they got like lunch biscuits too and dinner biscuits. But they mix the biscuits with tots. It's tots, brews, and and biscuits. And two of those three, you and I are way into. We're not we're not real brew heavy in our lives. Uh, but uh, but you and I both are are people that could handle some biscuits and tots. Now, Stephen, I did see recently in in Waco a place on Franklin that got my attention. That it seems to be specializing in some kind of biscuit type deal or no 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 it's a mac and cheese place and i thought of you i thought golly steven's got to try this place they they seem to be a like a mac and cheese focused business i'm i, I would be okay with that i would I'd like to try that out but anyway steven i'm at a place called the drover and i would say steven in about three or four years when you and Kristen can finally take a trip away from the kids and you can send young sawyer abby and bradley over to your parents house now, this is the kind of getaway y'all would love. Uh, poolside, right now I've moved down a little bit. I'm next to the Trinity River, and uh, I'm out on a patio. I just wanted to get away from all the music, but they got great music over by the pool. Stephen, was that, I guess when you were going to TCU, they probably didn't even have that hotel, did they? Or, or do you know what I'm talking about? The Drover Hotel near the old Isis Theater. Yeah, I'm not real familiar with the Drover, but I did love Joe T. Garcia's and still do. Anytime I make it out that way, um, I, I find a way to get there. But, yeah, the Biscuit Bar, that really uh, got my eyebrows mm. going. And I know that shocks you, but I do love breakfast food, and that seems like a place I need to check out next time I'm in Fort Worth. I don't know if it's the Flying Biscuit or just the Biscuit Bar, but they specialize in tots. Um and and then you can Stephen now do you like do you like your tots um like 
fried tater tots or do you like the uh, sweet potato tots? Like if you if you had your preference. Now they do the sweet potato tots with sugar and cinnamon, and they roll them and all that stuff. They do some of that if you kind of like have a sweet tooth in the morning and you want something sweet and savory. What which? How do you like your tots, Stephen? I just like tater tots. I do not like sweet potato. Whatever it is. yeah, sweet potato fries, sweet potato tots. That's not my thing. So I just go with the regular tater tots. Okay, you know what I realized today is that as much as I want like tots to taste different at like different places, it's kind of the same. Tots are kind of t- tots are kind of tots. I mean, when you really break, I mean, Sonic tots are great. Now, when I was growing up in Kaufman County, they would put some. You could get the cheese tots. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, that's next Slather level. some. Get some cheese on there. Slather some cheese on it. Oh, my God. You ever had the loaded tots tots. with bacon on there, too? That's a game changer. At Sonic? Uh, They don't do that at Sonic, but they do that at some other places. Hat Hat Creek Burger Company, they'll do that. Ooh, I like Hat Creek. Do you you think you're going to miss, like, if you have, other than me, because let's let's be honest. I appreciate your your goodbye tweet. I mean, I think you did it only because you knew I'd complain if you didn't. But you led with me, and I think that was very important. I think J-Mo was second. Q was third. Did not see a few other names. <laughs> well, I put Ward on there, but he never checks Twitter. Like, so, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, might as well have, I might as well have sent him a letter. He's, he's, he's never going to see that. Ward did get a mention. In fact, Ward, if you're listening, uh, Stephen, and here's the thing, Stephen. You would have put EP in there, but EP's, like, literally just joined us. I mean, you can't. EP's been with you for like two weeks, so I think mm-hmm. EP will understand. But I think you like EP, and you oh, like yeah. kind of what he brings. I wish EP wouldn't go back to school teaching. EP does all those history fairs, and he's always teaching people stuff. I really wish he'd just focus on radio and hang out with Mosley all day. Stephen, um, I've been making a push today. Have you noticed that we have a lot of sponsors for our show lately? Have you noticed that I think we're about to add a seventh sponsor? <laughs> for the three to four show and uh and i i i mean it's unbelievable people are so supportive and they love what we do but Stephen, part of part of what's going on with brian fonville at central national bank and batson over at heritage creamery and common grounds this is an attempt this is an attempt to keep simcox in radio (laughs) i hope you know i i just don't want you to think you know, Mosley's trying to, you know, hog all the sponsors and all that kind of thing. Like, Stephen, this is my, and it's probably a failed attempt, but this is my attempt to keep you from the evil Chris Allman, who, like, literally, I, I'm told that he's been price gouging a lot lately. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Allman does a good job. Can you imagine Chris out there listening? God. Mosley, what's Mosley doing? Lots of I don't even know what that means. Price gouging, but uh, he's good. The uh, mortgage mortgage business, Steve, you're going to love that. You really will. I think. Um, do y'all do sports centers over at the mortgage business? Yes, and live reads too. <laughs> I promise you, tomorrow I have got your. You're going to have a full plate. I've arranged for you to do so many live reads. <laughs> And record some things. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've, I've got a lot to put on your plate for tomorrow. So I'm very excited about it. Uh-oh, Stephen, we have some uh, maintenance folks that have walked by trying to figure out why a man's talking so loud into his, <laughs> into his phone. And just kind of outed. Well, I'm wearing a headset, but I don't think it's apparent that I'm talking into a speaker. And by the way, if you're just joining us, I might sound a tiny bit different, although... Um, this uh, technology we have is really good. Stephen, what it allows you to do, the only thing I don't think it allows you to do, Stephen, is do a show from a cruise. I don't think that the tie line, we should try that. We should try that and see if we could get a hold. Stephen, could you call? Try to call, try to see if you could get a hold of our guy right now. Let's see, no, we better not. We better not. We've already gotten in a little trouble. All right, it's, um, it's beautiful to be with you today. Um, to, we got a lot coming up tomorrow. We've got some uh, a couple of secret guests calling in that uh, maybe want to visit with Stephen as he at least temporarily 
hangs his hat, hangs up. Uh, he's decided to go for the riches of the financial world and uh, leave us all behind. But uh, we've got some things planned for tomorrow. Stephen, also tomorrow, the Elite 11 camp, the director of that whole thing, is going to join us. And I thought you'd be kind of excited about that. Elite 11. Stephen, tell people what Elite 11 is. I feel like you you probably have a really good understanding of that. It's uh, It's basically a camp, and they bring in what they consider the top 11 quarterbacks in the country at the high school level for whatever the upcoming class is. So in this case, it's the 2022 class that'll be signing in December and February. And uh, they work these guys out. They rank them. It started sort of as a uh, like made-for-TV show with Trent Dilfer and ESPN, but it's become a huge part of the recruiting world uh, as these QBs get a chance to compete against one another and they get ranked at the end of it. And Zach Pyron, Baylor commit, was part of that. He did well out there uh, a couple other texas guys Cade klubneck who is at westlake and is headed to clemson um quinn ewers who's from south lake carroll and is headed to ohio state uh and then i think there was one more oh yeah connor wedgman who's at uh bridgeland in the houston area and he is uh committed to um texas a&m so a, a lot of texas representation at the elite 11 this year you know, that's one of the many things I'll miss about you is your, like, instant recall. And, and like, I might have been able to throw out Pyron's name from that group. You know, I, it's not that I'm not interested in what they're doing in Elite 11, but without looking off the top of your head, you just named, like, five quarterbacks that were in the Elite 11. Um, I, I do find it fascinating, and I don't know who to give the credit to Westlake and, and – um, Tra Lake Travis, obviously, have, in the Austin area, in the Dallas area, uh, Highland Park. Um, I would say, you know, obviously South Lake Carroll, where yours comes from. Stephen, have you noticed that, and, and listen, for a long time, um, uh, go back to Kyler Murray, uh, uh, Baker Mayfield, all those, uh, all those OU quarterbacks, um, even the one that transferred in from OU, I mean, it, it, when you when you when they do this elite eleven and they put the greatest quarterbacks in the country together, have you noticed, Stephen, how it's like crazy impacted by Texas? Now, the only thing I'd like to see more of is I'd like to see more Central Texas athletes represented. Now, Austin, we could kind of make the argument: is that Central Texas, Stephen? I mean, they can hear us in North Austin. Is that Central Texas, or do we get kind of? into the hill country. I don't know. We can maybe we'll claim, claim Austin yeah, we'll claim as, as Central Texas. But uh, I'd like to see more Midway, Temple, La Vega, Chinese Spring. I mean, I'd like to see Conley. I mean, some of those quarterbacks are really, really good. I'm trying to think, Stephen, you know, Central Texas has had some of the greatest running backs in the state. Over the years, Kenneth Davis, obviously, Ladanian, Alford, um, Walter at university. Uh, I guess Alford was was Richfield, wasn't he? Anyway, um, I I just I, I, Lewis fight over at Waco High. Quarterbacks wise, Stephen, when you think of Central Texas, who do we think of as like the greatest? I'm starting. I'm trying to run through my Temple people. Who do we think is, is like the greatest quarterbacks to ever come out of Central Texas? I just I feel like it's interesting that I could name seven running backs off the top of my head, and and then when I get into where's Tommy from who played with the uh, with the Vikings and played at Rice? Where did he come from? I'm just starting to think where he was from in Texas. Who do you think of, Stephen? I mean, you, you, I didn't grow up in Central Texas. You did. Who do you think of as, like, the greatest quarterbacks ever from, from Central Texas? Yeah, that'd be a, a great question for our text line, too. You know, small school level-wise, um, Rashad Paul at Bremond, he won, I believe, four state titles there as QB and then went on to play wide receiver at Texas A&M and transferred to Arkansas State. I believe he finished out his career there. Um, David Haynes Jr. was a great QB at McGregor. More, both those guys were more option QBs. Um, a few years ago, I mean, Tanner Mordecai was going to start for TC, or excuse me, for SMU this year. Um, he slung the ball around all over the place at Midway and got them to a state title game. 
Uh, Chad President, who went to Tulsa, and I believe he's actually coaching now, but he was at Temple uh, not too long ago. Jared Wiley was at Temple not too long ago. Mm. He's now a tight end at Texas. Um, but, yeah, I'm sure there's a, a lot more that, that come to mind for our, our folks. You can hit us up, 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. I immediately start thinking about, like, where all those guys were, like the old the old timers. Like, remind me where in East Texas YA Tittle's from. You know, like, I feel like he's from somewhere in East Texas. Anyway... Some of those, some of our, some of our uh, older audience will weigh in and give us some of the greats over the years. I love talking about that. Love thinking about that. We've got a lot to discuss today, not the least of which, Stephen, is that, and we're going to hear from Gary Patterson later in the show. The TCU head coach is going to join us, but um, he loves this place, by the way, Stephen. The Drover. Should I invite? Gary over Stephen to hang out at the pool with me at this hotel in Fort Worth today. Yeah, please do. See what he's doing. <laughs> See what he's up to. Oh man, the guy can flat out sing. Um, so we, but the uh, Big Twelve just came out with their preseason rankings of the teams in the Big Twelve. Not great news for the Bears, or is it? That is next. <laughs> This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds today, but another humid day with a 20% chance of an afternoon shower popping up. 91 degrees the high. Partly cloudy tonight, we drop to 73. And tomorrow, partly sunny skies with a 30% chance of an afternoon shower or storm and a high of 88. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.36 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the John Morris Show. Frank was just such a gentleman, such a great representative of Baylor University. And it wasn't just Baylor. I mean, he was doing the Baylor games, but he was so well-respected that he was doing Southwest Conference basketball TV games every week. And the other coaches in the Southwest Conference were okay with that just because Frank was so so fair and did such a great job for their schools and for the league. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. All right, uh, it is the portion of the show where I like to talk about Craig Cherry, my longtime pal. We went to law school together back in the day. He went on to become an extremely distinguished attorney uh, in Central Texas. In some of the cases, some of the uh, uh, settlements and verdicts uh, he has obtained are remarkable. Tireless dedication, his ability to anticipate his opponent's next move makes him the ultimate opponent in the courtroom. I saw it a long time ago. I think we were in torts. We might have had uh, criminal procedure together. Craig was uh, a little bit better student. I know that's hard for Stephen to believe. A little bit better law school student than I was. But Baylor has put out amazing litigators over the years. And Craig's one of them. I mean, I, you talk about a brawler. You do not want to see Craig Cherry on the other side of you. Uh, in a courtroom, and a man will take on a case. Now, I, here's what I want uh, you to do. Now, you can get a hold of him by phone, or you can check out the, uh, the, the law firm. It is Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry, all right? You can go to the swclaw.com, swclaw.com, and, and check them out there. That's easy to remember because those of us that love the SWC for so many years, and here is the number, 254-651-3690, all right? That's 254-651-3690. I mean, if you've got some stuff going on, um, even if your employer has mistreated you, Stephen, is that why you're leaving us? Um, call Craig Cherry at 254 651 
3690. For over 15 years, Wings Pizza and Things in Temple has been your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include two for $28 meal deals or their family feast. And you can top your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsandtemple.com for their menu. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Fans were barred from the pandemic postponed Tokyo Olympics, which will open in two weeks following the state of emergency today. The ban was announced by the International Olympic Committee and Japanese organizers, reducing the games to a made-for-TV event. Tampa Bay Lightning goes back-to-back to, back to win the Stanley Cup, beating the Canadians one to nothing in Game Five and take the Cup four games to one. Florida Panthers are the first NHL team and believed to be the first U.S. major pro sports team to establish an opportunity for college athletes to align with them as a part of the recent rule changes that allow college athletes to profit off their name, image, and likeness. Game two of the NBA Finals tonight, the Bucks at the Suns. Suns lead that series 1-0. Tip is at 8 o'clock. Astros holding a six-game winning streak. Take on the A's this afternoon in a getaway game. Rangers have the day off before they host the A's tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. together for a couple more days here and um, Gary Patterson the TCU coach is going to join us at 340 tomorrow we have the head of Elite 11 which has become one of the biggest things in college uh, sports college recruiting if you are invited to the Elite 11 camp it starts with the opening Stephen, you've heard of that opening before. That's a huge event as well, but uh, it all happens. And I believe they're doing it now. The, the, this last one was held in Manhattan Beach, California. Man, that sounds fun. Stephen, should, even if you're doing mortgages, why don't you and I go out and cover that thing next year? You know, and just you could tell Chris, hey, you got somebody out in California that wants to do like a 30-year mortgage, and, uh, and then we can go out there and, and uh, spend some time together. What do you think? I like that idea. Yeah, let's get it done. Well, I'll go out there and we'll, we'll cover it together for sure. You think EP would like to go with us at all? I mean, does EP like California? Uh, not really. I uh, spent, uh, what, 10 weeks in California at Fort Ord, California, going through basic training and no, not really crazy about California. But it is a beautiful EP, state. EP, where is that? It, yeah, where Port, what'd you say, Port what? It is. It was Fort Ord, and it was 110 miles south of San Francisco, close to Monterey. And uh, it's okay. beautiful. But it was, uh, that was just, you know, that was my fill of California, and I haven't been back. <laughs> but My I would, grandfather at World War. I would go uh, to. EP, my grand. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's okay, EP. EP and I are not in the same studio, if you can tell. Obviously. Um, my grandfather was in Oxnard, California at Point Magoo Naval Air Force Base. Um, I, I, na well, I say Air Force. That, that wouldn't make sense. At the Navy ba Naval Base at Point Magoo, right outside of Oxnard, California. And in fact, uh, it's kind of cool, EP. That's where, uh, uh, that's where the Cowboys land. And so it's kind of when I would go out to greet the Cowboys when they would arrive for training camp, I would be at the naval base where my grandfather did his basic training and, and, and spent some of the some of the war or leading up to World War II before he went over to Guam. So I always uh, it's, it's kind of neat to think of those things. No, it is cool. And by the way, I would go to Joe T. Garcia's with you anytime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think uh, EP this uh the poolside scene over at the Drover Hotel, right around the corner from Joe T's, is the kind of place you and Blake 
would uh, y'all would y'all would really enjoy uh, spending some time over here. Okay, so keep that in mind on your next trip to Fort Worth. You go to Joe T's and then you come over to the Drover Hotel and uh, beautiful little place, great getaway for people in Central Texas. If you just want to get up to Fort Worth and check out uh, check out. Uh, uh, the stockyards. Okay, Stephen, we need to do something here. This is time. It's Thursday, so it's time for the Schmaltz's, my favorite sandwich shop in the country. I've looked far and wide. I've never found a better sandwich. I love Schmaltz's. I love the downtown location and the one out on Valley Mills. Great sandwiches, great people. Hello, Nelson Rue. All right, Stephen, go ahead. What is the Schmaltz's trivia question of the week thank you matt so earlier this week jared butler was named the uh 2021 um male athlete of the year male athlete of the year in the big 12 jared butler named big 12 athlete of the year so in 2012 baylor swept both the male and female athlete of the year award categories who were those two players 2012, 2011-2012 season, Baylor won the Male and Female Athlete of the Year in the Big 12 Awards. Who were those players that won it for the Bears? Wow. Now, I like that one. That's tough. I'm trying to think when Brittany Griner finished her career. I guess it would have been right around then, 2012, or was it a little bit earlier than that? Was she like 2010 or 2011? She would have... You said the athlete. Okay. Would I, Griner would have had to have won that at some point. And then on the men's side, 2012, Art was rolling. So somebody was playing great football. I'm trying to think when RG3 won the Heisman. Okay, I, I don't want to help too much. But that was uh, RG3 won the Heisman in like 2000. 10 or 2011 I think mm. anyway or maybe in 09 um, alright that's a good one that's a really good one if you have a guess the last time the Bears swept the, the, the best athletes in the Big 12 was 2012 uh, according to Stephen Simcox if you have the answer the number to call or, or text Text it so Stephen doesn't have to do too much heavy lifting in his last few days here with us. 254-662-1660. That's 254-662-1660. All right, Stephen, how are we doing on guessing? Like are some some guesses coming in? Anything close yet or do we not have a correct answer? 2012. Now, tell them what they won. Well, you win two free sandwiches at Schmaltz's, of course, one of my favorite sandwich shops in the country. And someday I'll go over my favorite sandwiches. I got one at Carnegie Deli. I love the pastrami there. There's another place in Dallas that I love. And, but, but for my money, Schmaltz's, with the bread and everything, Schmaltz's is really what I prefer. Yes, we have, okay. uh, we have multiple right answers. The person that got it first was Michael Lewis. The answer... Hmm. Was E.P. Garth. <laughs> E.P. Garth has it first. No, Michael it first. Lewis. <laughs> Michael Lewis, who wrote uh, The Blind Side, right? The, the book? And Moneyball. Right. Or, no, that was a different guy. Um, anyway. Oh, you're right. Um, no, right? that was what hey. he wrote. Yeah. Yeah, I you're right. It. Okay. Uh, the answer was Brittany Griner and RG3. Matt kind of laid it out there as he was <laughs> sort of talking. But it was Brittany Griner and RG3 that won that award in the 2011-2012 season. <laughs> Does that count? Does Michael Lewis? First of all, is it the author? Find out if this is the author, Michael Lewis, the 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 you know the famed author. I was once on a TV show with that Michael Lewis. Well, this um, is also a funny thing because the person that texted in Michael Lewis, which congratulations, Michael. Uh, he texts in a lot, like every day he texts in, and you can make um, you can make your contacts on our text line like you would a phone. And he always signs his text with grumpy old fan. So I did not know who that was. But Michael would text in all the time. He's a very loyal listener. Thank you, Michael. But now I know his actual name. So congratulations, Michael. You won, or a.k.a. grumpy old fan, you won trivia today. Michael has said that he loves, he's like a P1 for us. He listens all the time, but he said that 
He's he's now checking out because you're leaving, Stephen. Michael, <laughs> that's not true. Said, <laughs> he, said, he said he's done with us. Golly, did you see Garrett out there? Jeez, Garrett's like, <laughs> I, I. But he's being very supportive. That's what I appreciate. I don't even care if he takes swipes at me, as long as he is supporting Stephen Simcox as we honor him in his last days on this earth. Wait, wait, no, no, he's, he's, Stephen's gonna, <laughs> wow, Stephen's gonna, got <laughs> Stephen's gonna remain on the earth, I think. Matt's gonna, gonna kill go. me because I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> I know, I feel like I've failed you, like at some point you, you decided to hit yourself to the mostly, tra the mostly trade and uh, it's like it ran out of gas. <laughs> You've just ended up in the mortgage business. No, you, you didn't fail me. You took, you, you took me places in this business I didn't think I would get. It just, you know, things, things happen. I know. I know. It's like I, I was, I've, been at, I've been at great heights, but the truth is I love it, you know, in Central Texas, but I wanted you to, to remain with me. But uh, they tried to split us up many times, and now they've finally succeeded. Uh, okay, Stephen, Baylor ends up. We got Gary Patterson coming up. Uh, Baylor ends up in a situation uh, where I don't love this ranking. I know EP doesn't. EP's a Baylor grad. Um, the Bears, Steven, start from the bottom. And for, sadly, you're going to get to the Bears pretty quickly. But this is the preseason poll. I think, Steven, I'm allowed to vote in this, but I don't even know if they send me a ballot anymore because I never get it in on time. This is for people that participate in media days. If you're into that sort of thing, and t uh, next week we're going to have a lot of great, great media day coverage um, from uh, AT&T Stadium. They have uh, predicted the Big 12, okay, the top 10 teams in the Big 12. Stephen, if you would, would you start at uh, number 10 and, and work through this list of how the Big 12 was ranked? And Stephen, can you tell me, like, who all, was this the, uh, um, the unwashed, was this the, the, the great unwashed, the media, or was this like other coaches in the league? Who was responsible for this ranking? This is the media poll. Yeah, the media preseason okay, poll. Okay, good. Good. Okay, so we don't, we don't put any stock in it. Okay, <laughs> that's <go> right. <laughs> Go, go ahead, Stephen. Read these read these names off to me. I'm going to go ahead and get you started for the for the 25th year in a row. The Kansas Jayhawks are predicted to be number 10 in the Big 12. All right, who's next, Stephen? Who's number nine? At number nine, Texas Tech and Matt Wells. They're sitting at number nine. Hey, Stephen, could you play some music or something while we do this? Is there like any like? What, what could you call? What could you call up? I'm sorry, I make this so difficult on you. Is there anything like? Um, I was thinking if you could do like some of that uh, techno jam or whatever. I don't care what it is. It literally, you could play the opener, our old opener, which <laughs> recently disappeared. I, I just want a little music as you go through the top ten teams in the Big Twelve. Do you do you have anything for us? Uh, yes. Let me keep working here. I will. I will run down these teams, and I will slowly get. Get music up here as well. <laughs> at number eight, okay. the Baylor Bears sitting at number eight, Matt. Oh, I like this. I like this. This is our old college football segment. What do we used to call this? Campus Confidential. Okay, I'm bringing that back next week. <laughs> Please do. Now that you're gone. Campus Confidential every day at 340. Ooh, I love that music, Stephen. Can you save that music for whoever takes over for you? I'm. I'm have we made that announcement? Like, have, Stephen? I don't want you to take it wrong that your replacement has not been named. <laughs> I, I think he's, I think he's over at uh, like health camp right now. All right, Stephen, continue. Number eight is. Uh, I like this. I like this. The Baylor Bears. Now, I'm very upset. I. But, but at the same time, I like being underestimated. I think Rule's team was predicted about number eight or nine that uh, his second year, and they ended up winning seven or seven games or six games or whatever, and then won that bowl game. I think they went seven and six that season. This feels like this team has three potential All-Americans on defense. 
we got to get EP familiar with that defense. Terrell Bernard at linebacker, at safety, the great Jalen Petrie, and then Apu Ika, Ika, Apu Ika at, uh, at nose tackle, who, I mean, that dude can move. I mean, he is, he is a space eater. Um, I, Steven, does that seem low to you? Now, last year I got mad at how low they rated Baylor, so I don't feel like I can say a lot because then they finished two and nine, so they were correct. Other than Kansas, Baylor was really bad last year. Um, is number eight in your mind, Stephen, about right for the Bears, or is that a, is it bad? I mean, I think they'll finish higher than that, but I understand why people voted them there. We still don't know who the QB is. But to be honest, I mean, if that offense is any semblance of being better, which even with the question at quarterback is possible with a full offseason and a new offensive staff, then they're going to be much better because they were competitive in a lot of games this year. Um, let me let, let me run down seven and six, and then you can tell me if you think Baylor should be ahead of them. Because at seven, we have Kansas State with Chris Kleiman, and at six, it's West Virginia with Neil Brown. So do you think the Bears should be over one, both of those? Where do you kind of stand on seven and six with West Virginia at six and K-State at seven? Oh, I'm fine. I mean, I, I, I think West Virginia usually plays some pretty good defense. Um, I kind of like they got they got a kid from the Dallas-Fort Worth area, I think, at quarterback still. If I'd have to double-check that. Jarrett Dagey, yeah, like, you're right. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of like that kid. Um, I, I I don't know if he's – is he from Metroplex or is he from – his? I know his brother played at Tech. Anyway, I just kind of like that kid. Um, I'm fine with those. I think you could make an argument that Baylor could be ahead of those schools. All right, give me give me the top five. At five, TCU. At four, Oklahoma State. Three is Texas. Number two is Iowa State. And with 35 of the 39 first-place votes, Oklahoma is picked to win the conference. Okay, I know we need to get to Gary Patterson, but does, did – did that bother you at all, like TCU being at five, or do you think that's okay? Is that a decent spot for the Frogs? Uh, I think it's too low. Um, I would put them ahead of Oklahoma State at least. I-, I think you can make the argument that they should be ahead of Texas. But, I mean, bottom line is there's been some hype there for the past few seasons, and they've been a 500 football team. So I get it, but I would rank them higher. I think they're either four or three. Um, they have a lot of experience coming back on offense. The defense – not as much experience, but I just I trust Gary to get that defense figured out by the time the season wraps up. I feel like you had TCU at number two until you saw Gary performing at Billy Bob's the other night. Yeah, that's true. SMU's bagging like five-star and four-star recruits, and our coach is working on another mixtape. So that does not excite me too much. <laughs> I mean, that is something you're giving up. You can still do podcasts, but, I mean – you're, you were really able to kind of lean in on this relationship I have with Gary Patterson. And I, 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 I don't want you to – I really hate that you're losing that. Um, and I, I am, I'm, I am for he, from here to the end of your podcast career, you were banned from using any Patterson audio that I obtained. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> All right. Um, that's all we have for that. I mean, I you know whatever. Texas is third. Congrats. That today they put they said they were number one in America in social media interactions. Oh, way to go! Go hang a banner. Wait, I mean seriously, have a parade. Uh, they're number one literally in social interactions. They're they're the best in the country at TikTok. Way to go! I mean, I I, I don't know what to do, Stephen. I mean, I just want to like. I just want to hug every one of my Longhorn friends and just say, congratulations. You are number one in social media interactions. Okay? I mean, I, I, just, I could not be happier for the Longhorns. Yeah, I think that's great. All right, uh, we do have Gary Patterson, coach of the TCU Horn Frogs, joining us next. Recently on Game Time. We're joined now by the national champion head coach 
Mitch Thompson. Having played in the championship game in 15, we were on the doorstep. In 17, we had a great club, and we've been pretty consistent. I think we've been able to put together a really good program with really good coaches and players every year. And You know, I'm sitting here staring at the trophy in my office right now, and it's, it's making me smile, but it makes me want to go back and get another one. Game time, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. At UBO Business Services, being the premier copier service provider in Texas has its advantages. In production, UBO is the only dealership in North America that can sell and service the Xerox, Iridesce, and Versant lines, as well as Konica Minolta's Acuro Press line and Rico's Production Pro 7210SX. In wide format, UBO offers HP's industry-leading line of equipment. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600 or ubeo.com. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Fans were barred from the pandemic postponed Tokyo Olympics, which will open in two weeks following the state of emergency today. The ban was announced by the International Olympic Committee and Japanese organizers, reducing the games to a made-for-TV event. Tampa Bay Lightning goes back-to-back to win the Stanley Cup, beating the Canadians one to nothing in Game Five and take the Cup four games to one. Florida Panthers are the first NHL team and believed to be the first U.S. major pro sports team to establish an opportunity for college athletes to align with them as a part of the recent rule changes that allow college athletes to profit off their name, image, and likeness. Game two of the NBA Finals tonight, the Bucks at the Suns. Suns lead that series 1-0. Tip is at 8 o'clock. Astros holding a six-game winning streak. Take on the A's this afternoon in a getaway game. Rangers have the day off before they host the A's tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show presented by Central National Bank. Here's Matt Mosley. It's the Matt Mosley Show. This is Stephen Simcox. I'll be taking you through uh, this segment here. Here is our interview with Gary Patterson earlier this week, TCU head football coach. Well, I tell you, it's quite a moment for college football right now with this name, image, and likeness thing going on. And, Gary, one of the things I'm uh, fascinated with are, are as y'all recruit and y'all are doing all these visits and as it was happening the other day, how much is it coming up uh, in recruiting? How much are the recruits asking about it? And then I, I'm just curious on the, on the recruit, on y'all side of it, how much information, you know, how, I, I don't know if you lead with it exactly, but obviously some schools are really leaning into it. How has that impacted recruiting? Well, I, I don't think we'll know that. I think you'll go through the season. We're going to find out a whole lot more, uh, you know, as we go forward. Right now it's kind of wild, wild west. There is no, um, besides you go through a, uh, you know, a app, which we have, you know, we go through our group that we have that we deal with uh, NLI. Uh, but, you know, it doesn't go through the university. And so, uh, but I think you're going to see, you know, I'm, you're going to see, uh what the bar is going to be set like, how people are going to attack it and, and go from there. But it's still going to come down to, uh, you know, your better players, the people are going to get, the better players are going to be the ones that, you know, that uh, businesses and all different groups are going to deal with as a general rule. But it's it's got a chance for everybody to benefit a little bit from it. But as I told my group, uh, you want to help yourself with name, image, and likeness, be a great player. Uh, have a good football team, win a lot of ball games, 
do yourself well, and then all the rest of that stuff kind of takes care of itself. So, Gary, how much do you have to, as a coach, like did you read? I guess you've had to read the state law. You said it; it, it is kind of the wild west a little bit, and you almost have to see how this is going to go. How, how much of your time? Did you have to spend, like, almost studying up to even be prepared for all this to happen? Well, no, that's why you have a, an athlete director and you have a compliance department that's going to, you know, that they, all this goes through. Um, but, you know, as we, as we go forward and you kind of see more of the parameters, like anything else, uh, it all, it's, very, it's liquid. It's, it's going to be changing. People trying to feel their way out, way out around how you do it. The biggest thing is you can't have anything that has your school logo on it. When a person's, when a young man or woman is selling themselves as far as endorsements, you know, and you'd, you'd want you'd want young people to be able to help themselves all they can. But the, you know, the biggest thing for everybody to understand is that still you, you this because uh, you play the game and how you play it. And so you know, we're I've tried to stay kind of um, in my lane doing that, and then I'll, as I go forward, I'll help my kids as much as I can within. The parameters uh, to be able to help them, you know, better themselves and their families' uh, lives. So, Gary Patterson joining the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, last time we talked, or about a year ago, man, you were excited, Gary, about your running back room and um, with Kendry, Amari, Zach Evans, obviously back. Has it gone? I mean, you've had a little turnover in that area. Is that room, though, still progressing as you had hoped? Because uh, obviously, I think when we talked about a year ago, you thought it was headed to maybe being among the best in the country. Yeah, I don't think that's changed. Um, you know, we we knew that we had four redshirt freshman tailbacks that one was going to would leave uh, at some point in time, and Amari uh, DiMicardo is our senior. What allowed us to do, because he's going to be a senior, it allows us to recruit another great tailback. But I don't, I'll be honest with you, I don't think anybody, you know, I've, I've read where uh, they thought our running backs were average. And um, I'd, like to, I'd like to see their room because I play against everybody, including ours in practice. So, uh, you know, as a general rule, you've got, you've got some really good players uh, that are young that are only going to keep getting better. And so, uh, you know, we had a great spring and an even better May and June. Uh, I think a note of kids usually is how they do things. We give our kids time off in May, and about 80 to 90 percent of them all on their own, all stayed. And so, uh, chemistry is really big here at TC right now. The way they get along and work ethic and wanting to win. And so, um, I'm excited about going forward. You know, that doesn't mean you are, but it does. It gives you better chance uh, for good things to happen to you. And so. Uh, and having a returning quarterback and a couple of guys that have, that have played. So uh, we're excited about where TCU sits right now. You stay healthy. Everybody is eligible. Uh, and so we're going through the summer here. we got July here two or three weeks before we come into camp and, uh, you know, start fine-tuning everything. You know, you're not going to go to the beach or something? I mean, I, I, I read that story with all these coaches have places around uh, Destin – uh, are you going to be able to squeeze a little time in there, or are you, you just nose to the grindstone there? Well, no, I take my. I got. We take. We, you got to recharge. I take my time in the spring, and then what I do when we get done, when it went dead the 27th of June, then I give my staff, which I always have, but they get they get a couple weeks off. We took a May a week off in May because uh, we couldn't go out, and then we had we take these guys are on vacation until we come back the 12th, and then we'll get going again. But yeah, I. I'm recharged. You know, when I'm here, it gives me a lot of opportunity to get around the kids more, myself, and then also get a chance to work everything we need to to make sure we're prepared for uh, fall camp. And um, you know, we've been doing it this way for 21 years, and it's you know, it's been pretty successful. So it's, but yeah, it's, this is kind of the calm. I, it's kind of like a vacation for me with no coaches around here bothering me. To be honest with you. <laughs> Nobody's peeking in there. You're getting stuff done. Did, did, coming out of the spring, you finally got the kids, saw them in person and all that. All those Zoom calls were behind you. Did, did, it, um, did it just feel like I, I, it had to feel so much better to be back? I mean, last year was uh, blind for a lot of schools and everything. 
Like, what, what? How do you feel about this specific team? You don't know till you get them out there, but you've got experience at quarterback now. Like you said, you're extremely and you're always talented in the secondary. This, you, you get. There's a couple of NFL guys, well, several of them that you got to replace. But your overall general feeling about this group? Are, are you? Are you? I mean, you, when you get recharged, how excited are you about this group? Well, number one, we only had eight seniors. And so we return a lot of people. Uh, the spring, if you watched our spring game, you wouldn't get a good feeling about the defense because we had 14 guys in our two deep were out uh, in the spring. They're all back full go. Uh, we also added nine more defensive guys uh, that came in in our class from transfers, grad transfers, and freshmen. So really we'll have 23 more defensive guys that will go through two-a-days. Uh, and so for us there, offensively, you have all your running backs back, except Barlow, the transfer. And, you know, and he probably sits somewhere in the third or fourth tailback in the room. Uh, and then you have, you have your quarterbacks back, you know, with the addition of uh, Morris and also, you know, Downing, which we have. And then, you know, we have four quarterbacks all, all really can play. I'm really excited about that room. I think our kids are really excited about the room and the leadership on our offensive side of the football team has been great. You know, as I've told people even going, and I really thought even going into last season in COVID, we had our chemistry was really good. You know, when everything kind of weeded out, you can kind of see that. We went on to win five out of our last six games. Our kids played with a lot of confidence. You know, we just got bigger. I thought then the guys staying in May, which was a surprise to me, was really big, especially in the weight room, because our, our, our bodies, our uh, shoulders and our – chest and everything really changed a lot in our because we were very young in the secondary and so uh and in our wide receivers and so for us uh it's really been you know you have all all of your yards coming back your quarterback your wide receivers your running backs you know you have the addition of uh ob easy from memphis you know he has an 85 inch reach six eight to go along with coker and the guys at offensive line steve uh is probably going to be Avila's probably, if not the best, one of the top three tail maybe centers in the country at 6'4", 335 pounds, and can move. And so for us, you put all the rest of them together. We we feel like we have a nucleus, but you know you got to stay healthy. Uh, you got to you got to have chemistry. You have to have a little luck. And we play a tough schedule early after Duquesne. You've got Cal Berkeley, which has got one of the, they're talking about one of their best teams they've had in 25 years and. And then SMU has a really good football team there that has – they had a lot of guys return with, the, you know, super seniors. Both teams do. And that's really what's hard really to tell where your team fits and everything just because everybody has so many teams coming back, including Baylor and Texas and everybody else in our conference. So, uh, you know, we're just, we're just working on making sure we take care of TCU. And really the kids have done a great job. It's about probably the best chemistry we've had since the 2010 group. Eight, nine, and ten. So uh, we had glimpses in fourteen and seventeen, but this is this has uh, been a really good group.